When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. Enjoy more of the things you love with TCL. Get in the know. Non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Write this down. Write it down. You like writing things down. Yeah, we're going to get to Vikings and football. Write that down predictions here on this Wednesday episode of Purple Daily. But uh, when we're looking to stay hydrated and refreshed, Corona Hard Seltzer has been our friend throughout the season, Declan. Oh, that's right. Last night I was uh, constructing my write that down predictions with a few Corona Hard Seltzers because some of the best predictions come when you have a couple uh, Blackberry Lime Corona Hard Seltzers in you. So uh, I highly recommend it. If, if you're looking for football predictions, maybe you're doing your mock draft season, we'll pick up a 12-pack of Corona Hard Seltzer because it's the only hard seltzer made with Pure Beach vibes, with a refreshing splash of fruit flavors such as tropical lime, mango, cherry, and blackberry lime. Corona Hard Seltzer is a tasty spike sparkling water with a splash of natural fruit flavor that allows you to enjoy the moment. In each can, Corona Hard Seltzer has zero carbs, zero sugar, 90 calories, and is gluten-free. Relax responsibly. Corona Hard Seltzer spikes sparkling water with natural flavors imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois. Football. Come on! Football! All right, welcome into the show. This is Purple Daily. Phil Mackey, Judd Zolgad, Declan Goff, and you can find Purple Daily on Apple, Spotify, and scorenorth.com and the free to download Scorenorth app. You can also find our ugly faces on the Purple Daily YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Purple Daily Podcast where uh, we're talking Vikings every single day. And uh, we appreciate those of you who have subscribed to that channel and also who have given us a five-star rating and a positive review on Apple Podcast. Gentlemen, are you guys ready to make some predictions here? Mm-hmm. Football. Oh, yeah. Football predictions. Football, baby. You ready for this? Football, football furniture, football predictions. So because much football. On, on every Wednesday episode, so Write That Down has been a staple on the Mackie and Judd show for a number of years. And it will remain a staple on Mackie and Judd. But we are spinning off. We are expanding the brand, so to speak, because we are the only sports show in America that keeps track of our predictions and holds each other accountable. And so every Wednesday, also on Purple Daily, you can find football-centric Write That Down, where we keep track of not batting averages and home runs, but we have tweaked it to be completion percentage. And I know we settled on touchdowns, but I mm-hmm. almost feel like it needs to be Hail Marys. We can de- we can debate that. Is it a touchdown or a Hail Mary if you predict something that's like, sure. you know, way over the top? I don't know. I'll leave it as touchdowns for now. 
And then we can maybe either one is fine go. with me. Okay, because you hit four hundred in the baseball version of this. Just, Mackie and Judd. Yeah, I different ball game though here, kid. Different ball game, John Elway. Uh, nope. can't, you, you can't be just deciding who you want to play for and what you want to do. Why not? He did. Okay. Well, we'll start with touchdowns and we'll go from there. Did you like the Baltimore Colts? That's fine. Let's fire. Most up. make predictions and then never admit they're wrong. Yeah. That's not Mackie and Judd. This is the place where we just totally own our horrible predictions. Write this down. And eat them for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Write that down. It's write that down. Write it down. You like writing things down. With Mackie and Judd. Look at that. Just over-the-top production, that production in your is, face. This is an incredible day of production work. Yes. We, uh, we thank our guy, Justin Dove, up in Newfoundland. That's right. We've got people all over the globe that work oh, for Purple Daily. Probably a big hockey fan. Great. Yeah, he is. I think he also, I think he likes some other weird, like. Oh, hold on. Know, hold like on. wrestling? Yeah, like wrestling or something. <laughs> He's probably a lacrosse guy. <laughs> Just look at him. Yeah. So here's how Write That Down works. Three Vikings or football-related predictions from everybody each week. They must be quantifiable. That's the main rule. And if they're only, like, loosely football-related, that's okay. It just has to fall sort of in the football lifestyle realm of predictions. We keep track of completion percentage and touchdowns. And if you want to be part of the segment, we bring listeners and viewers into the show every single week so that you guys can also make predictions. And you can just go on Twitter and either DM me, at Phil Mackey, or Declan, at Dex's Tweets, and we'll get you scheduled. I think we've got some openings still in, like, March. But uh, we'll fill out yeah, we, we got the op- calendar. We have a little bit of openings in uh, February, March, yeah. So, yeah, we yeah. got some. I'm, I'm still waiting on a couple of replies uh, that I've floated some Feb dates to. But, like, we've got right. openings. You can jump in if you want to participate and go on the record. So, ordinarily, we do a fairly lengthy accountability session. But because this is a new segment, we only really have, like, one or two things that have come off the board so okay. far. So, as we rack up predictions, more things come off the board. Probably wrong. So this is a very quick accountability session. Judd, you had nothing come off the board. I had nothing come off the board. Declan had nothing come off the board. The listeners? But the listeners did. Oh, Kip. Because Kip predicted Ohio State oh. will upset Alabama by three scores. Oh. Oof. Mm. That didn't quite happen. Hey. Didn't quite happen. And so uh, <laughs> the stats are pretty basic right now as we start this segment. All of us have zero completions, and all of us have zero touchdowns. But we're this is just the second week of this, so the, the, this will grow over time. <laughs> this will grow over time. So, yeah, yeah, uh, it'll grow all right. <laughs> it'll probably stay closer to 0%, actually. So, all right, let's get Spencer in here. He is the guest listener predictor. Spencer, you got your Vikings hat on. You got your Vikings beard. Are you ready yep, to make some predictions here? Let's do this. Are you like? What's your approach? Are you throwing the ball down the field? Or are you are you checking down like uh, like Christian Ponder? Like, what's your strategy here today? Well, can you can you guys hear me? Okay. Yes, sir. we can. Yep. Okay. Um. Actually, I I live in Vegas, lifelong Vikings fan, so I got three uh, two team parlays. If that's okay. Love it. Oh, it's great. The Vegas guy Vegas bringing yeah. some parlays. Mackie loves this. So here's how this works. We're going to start with Spencer, go to Judd, Declan, back to me, Phil. We're going to make three trips around the room. So we'll start with your first prediction, Spencer. Write it down. You like writing things down. Fire away. All right. Uh, no particular order on these. Uh, my first parlay is the Vikings are going to bring in Doug Peterson as the offensive coordinator. Whoa. All right, dude. Ooh. Wow. And my, my second part of the parlay is uh, Everson Griffin comes back to the Vikings. You know, I think that's even more of a long shot after what he tweeted about Kirk Cousins last weekend. (laughs) 
And then he apologized no, just the for truth. making Kirk feel bad. It but. was just the truth. So that's a parlay. Uh, let's hold on. On this Doug Peterson front, that had not entered my consciousness because we no. already kind of talked about Clint Kubiak, but um, I kind of love that idea. Me too. I think Doug is going to get a job, the head coaching job. Really? I think someone's going to so. snap him up. Yeah. yeah. I feel like he needs a year to cool down. Won a Super Bowl three years ago, though, man. But I then mean, he just right. like completely derailed the franchise. Yeah, but, Philadelphia, but <laughs> I think burned, like, every relationship. Just, I think they're dysfunctional, too. I'm just saying True. I could see him getting a job. But, 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 but it's a great prediction. And, I love the prediction. And, and maybe he's blameless, but like by the end of his run, he had essentially destroyed the relationship with the franchise quarterback and the general manager. Yep. So isn't he the common denominator? And just I think maybe the GM's needs a, a little bit clueless, too. All right. And Zim will say, just one request, Doug, run the ball constantly. <laughs> yeah, because that's exactly how the Eagles all won the Super Bowl. I, all I want to do is run, Doug. <laughs> all right, over to Judd Zolgad. <sighs> that is tough to follow up because that, that was a hell of a parlay. That's great. I love it. I'll keep it simple as possible uh, and go with um, um, this weekend. The Chiefs will beat the Browns by at least 14 points. Okay. So the the spread on that? So the Chiefs are going to – It's probably like seven. But the Chiefs will beat the Browns by at least 14 points on Sunday. Okay. Okay. Here for it. I think the Chief, I think the, the Browns' magic carpet ride might run into a bit of a, bit of a oh, snag here. Oh, yeah, I'm shocked if it we'll see. All right, Declan, your first prediction. All right, similar to Judd, I'm, but I'm going to loop these two teams together. Just the Chiefs and the Bills will both win their divisional round matchups. So I'm going to loop both of them together. That'll be the AFC Championship game. The Chiefs and Bills will both win their divisional round matchups. That would be fun. Super fun AFC yeah, Championship game. Yeah, that would be amazing. All right, write this down. The Vikings will sign Joe Thune in free agency. All right. They'll have to clear some room. They're going to have to compete with other teams, but I think they understand just how important it is to go get somebody who knows what they're doing at left guard. It's going to help your center. It's Kirk Cousins' blind side. Up the middle pressure is a disaster for non-mobile quarterbacks. Just go spend money on a guy who knows what he's doing, and that would be Joe Thune, the best available left guard in NFL free agency. Spencer, your second prediction. All right, my second one is uh, I'm going to go all the way to the Super Bowl. The Bills are going to beat the Packers in the Super Bowl. And to throw a little nugget, uh, Vikings fans, sorry, but uh, Stefan Diggs is your Super Bowl MVP. Wow. Oh. That's, a, that's a home run. Oh, oh. dude. dude. dude Spencer oh. is not here to mess around. I love Spencer's it, here to chew bubblegum and make home run predictions and he's all oh, the Vikings fans are very upset oh, right now God. too <laughs> that won't happen Diggs isn't being Honest, traded even honestly that's gonna be a Vikings worst matchup because either the Bills win and Diggs wins MVP or the Packers win and Rogers probably wins MVP yeah. so it's gonna be some salty exactly Vikings fans. former Viking or a future Viking that's right Spencer do you root for Stefan Diggs I don't hate him but I just he's in a good spot with Buffalo right now honestly <laughs> I mean it, it worked out for the best yeah, and and I mean the Vikings are fine. Like Justin Jefferson is just as good, maybe as Stephon Diggs if they used him in the same way. It's not a rag on Spencer, but I love the way he phrases that because like people say this all the time. It's kind of like an ex. Like, well, I don't hate my ex, but I'm glad she's in a good spot. Now. I hope I don't, I'm yeah. a, I don't hope that she gets t-boned by right. a Metro Transit bus, but, but I'm glad she's yeah. happy now. <laughs> Super Bowl MVP, man, that's a good one. I love it. Write this down. All right, back to Judd. Ben Roethlisberger has played his last game for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, Ben Roethlisberger. Need, well, off the record, he needs to retire. I don't think he will. Uh, but just the write that down portion for the football centric show is 
he Dude, has he, played his last game in Pittsburgh. You guys, like, did you see Sad Ben Roethlisberger on the bench yeah, crying the after the game was over? Yeah, was yeah, oh I felt God. terrible for him. He's had a nice <laughs> career. Go away. Sad Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah, really good you guy can't too. throw the ball anymore. Yeah. All right, back to Declan. Yeah. All right. There will be a report, a credible report, excuse me, a credible report of the Vikings having interest in Brian Schottenheimer, former yeah. Seahawks offensive coordinator. I love how the list of okay. list of offensive coordinator names now we've expanded it by two in this segment yeah. and it was already like eight. So Mike Zimmer is just going to be sifting through all these guys. Gary, we need an answer. I think he's probably given them the answer, right? I don't think I don't think old Gary is just going to take six. Is Gary Kubiak the Brett the Favre of assistant coaches at this point? Let's put the pressure on him, Gary. We need a damn answer right Do I now. Want a coach? Maybe. 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 Write this down. Do I want to come back? I don't know. All right, write this down. This is going to be bad news for Vikings fans who are interested Uh-oh. in Deshaun Watson, but Deshaun Watson will be traded to the San Francisco 49ers. That's wow. right. Deshaun did, Watson. Did you read that tie in somewhere, or is that just a guess? Just a guess. Deshaun Watson All will right. be traded to the San Francisco 49ers. Wow. And I'll just say in 2021, but I'll say before the start of the uh, regular season, just wow. to put an end date on it. Yeah, this is just my, like, San Francisco, when they get guys back and guys healthy, if you were to just take Jimmy Garoppolo, move him out, which they can, and put an awesome quarterback in, they are the Super Bowl favorites, I think. Like, they had a well, they, right. had, they had a multiple touchdown lead in the Super Bowl but two years ago. But their QB plays here. I, see, I know. I know I they mean, love come Kirk. come on. They love Kirk. Come on, what are you doing to us? Listen, they love Kirk until they saw Deshaun Watson poolside. Now Kyle's still <laughs> saying, Kirk, Kirk's my boy. Kirk's my guy. Write this down. All right, I think we're back to Spencer's final prediction here, right? Yep. Oh, you just uh, oh, we lost Spencer just a little bit there. Okay, let's we'll put him to the wanna, we'll put him to the back of the line there. Do you want to yeah. go to me next? Yeah, we'll, we'll go to Judd Zilgat. That's cool. All right, my final football to write that down. Uh, Carson Wentz will be the opening day starting quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles next season. All right, he won. Doug Peterson's lost. He's been fired. And uh, w- with his contract, it's hard to trade him. I believe that Doug was probably fired because they paid Carson Wentz, and then they're like, but we're not starting him now? And the, and the pe- people that run uh, the team said, hold on a second, that makes no sense. So Carson Wentz will be the opening day starting quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles. So would you have, if 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 given the choice, say, listen, this is just an irreparable relationship, and one's got to stay, one's got to go. Would you have tried to shop Carson Wentz for a sixth-round pick or whatever a team would give you for that contract? <laughs> I'd probably fire the coach, too. See, man. I'd probably fire the coach, too, because... Yeah, it, I probably would, too. Because if you trade him, you have to bite the bullet on that contract and take a huge cap hit. I'd probably fire Doug. I but mean, Doug, Doug didn't have a good year. So Jalen Hurts is just a backup now, or do you try to trade him for a... Would somebody That's give up a, a first-round pick know. for Jalen Hurts? I don't know. Would, would you trade the Vikings' 14th pick for Jalen Hurts? Yes. No. Yes. I love Jalen. No. No, yes. no, 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 no. Yep. Absolutely not. You can't do that. Sure I can. I just did. <laughs> it's done. What? It's done. It's done. You think the Josh Rosen, the call. a ninth overall pick out, like what, a, for a third or a fourth? You think Jalen Hurts <laughs> would but get jo- a first? But Josh Rosen, Rosen didn't do anything on the field. Yeah. Jalen Hurts like, showed you on the field what he can do. Like, Dude, he's your guy. Ga- he is my guy. Jalen, would, Hur- I, Jalen Hurts does not intrigue you for the 14th pick. pick? No. It intrigues me. No, no, no. It at least intrigues I, me. I'd swap for so you. Would you oh, rather? Hey. Okay, with the 14th pick, would you rather draft BYU kid Zach Wilson? BYU kid. Nine days. But you've a never week. seen him play. That's yeah. Po- I, I, Trey Lance? I, I mean, where the hell? What the hell are you talking <laughs> well, about? In college, you yeah. saw him play. 1,000% BYU kid. So, wait, wait. So, you don't think that what Hurts showed us translates to a season of productivity? 
I mean, he's a he can he can do a ton of things that you want quarterbacks not in today's yeah. game to do. And he makes nothing. He's, yeah, that's he's intriguing. I, I don't. I would actually, not. I, think I would not makes, shut your question down, Phil. He makes less than Zach Wilson will, because Zach Wilson's going to be yeah. high, more highly paid as a first right. round pick. No way, though. Give me the B. Give me the BYU. Write it kid. down. You like writing things wow. down. Give me the BYU kid. All right, we're back to Declan here. I think yeah. right. Final prediction. We'll get Spence back on here. Uh, the, the Vikings. Speaking of first round picks, the Vikings will not draft a defensive lineman with their first round pick. Okay. And I want to press uh, to say my bacon here. Their first first round pick in the event they come back in to the draft sure. first okay. round. So Good their job. first first round pick okay. will not be a defensive lineman. You're learning how to play the game. Learning how to play right that now. Yeah. That's yeah. one of the things for those of you who just watch Purple Daily and are new to the segment. Specificity is your friend in in this or sometimes it can be your enemy. Or it can be your enemy. Yeah. And you, Zim right now is saying we are taking a damn end or three technique. I think uh, I think Judd and I both predicted that they would take uh, that they would take interior defensive linemen in our in our five moves they should make mm-hmm. episode yesterday. All right, here's my final prediction, and this is going to be another one that just probably sits wrong with Vikings fans. But, but my premise here is I think the Rams are going to give the Packers a major run in that game this weekend. I think the the Packers have trouble with hard nosed teams that have great defensive lines sometimes, especially with Bakhtiari out, like. They just sometimes get punched in the mouth and then go into the fetal position. Yep. You look at the teams that they lose to the last couple of years, and the Rams kind of fit that profile. The quarterback hates it. Yep. But ultimately, I think Aaron Rodgers will prevail. So I'm going to say the Packers will complete a fourth quarter comeback victory over the Rams. It'll be a. What I'm trying to say is this will be a sweat for the Packers. So the Packers are down. Ultimately, the Packers are down going into the final quarter. They will be losing in the fourth quarter at some point, okay. is what I'm saying. All right. And Aaron Rodgers will prevail, and and they will win that game. Okay. Okay. So write that down. Okay. Write it down. You like writing things down. All right, Spencer, close it out here. Your final prediction. Sorry, guys. I'm having a little technical issues here. It's all good. All right. Um, my last one is the somehow, some way, the Texans are going to move back up into the first or sec- second round. The way you do that is uh, – Sean Watson's going to get traded to the Bears. And um, I just seen a report that they just um, brought back Nagy and uh, Ryan Pace for next year. Mm-hmm. So my prediction is Watson to the Bears and Texans move up uh, and get that first-round draft pick. Wow. Amazing. Interesting. Spencer, you uh, you know how to play the game. You are definitely a master of write-that-down predictions. We'll see if they if they turn out for you. So thanks for jumping on, and thanks for being part of the show. Since you have this platform, is there anyone in your life you would like to thank that got you to this point? Honestly, uh, just you guys. Honestly, I love listening to the show. Um, I'm a busy person with my job and stuff, so listening to you guys gets me through the day. You're awesome. Right on, man. Thank, thank you, you very Spencer. much. Thanks, Spencer. Appreciate it, dude. That's Spencer. If you want to be in the mix, just shoot me a DM at Phil Mackey on Twitter or slide Dex's right tweets. Just slide right slide. in. DMs have never gotten me in trouble, so yeah, go for you it. Up? <laughs> you up? You up? I want to be on Write That Down. Yeah. Skull? Question mark? <laughs> Do you skull? Do you skull? Do you skull? Are you, you skulling right now? Hey, we have we have breaking news as we sit here and we record. Here, I'll, I'll pop this off the screen. Um, we have breaking news. Declan, you just sent us a text, yeah. so go ahead, deliver the, I will, uh, the goods. Throw it up here, too, on our video screen as well, but sounds like George Patton will be finalizing a deal, a six-year deal to become the Denver Broncos wow. next general manager. For the record, because it's a name that I've only read in my whole life, is it pronounced Peyton? Peyton, Peyton excuse me. Okay. 
Wow. So um, so Rick loses his right-hand man after all of these years. Yeah, so George Payton's been part of this front office for a long time, and he hasn't gotten a ton of pub because I think in order, the people behind the scenes with the Vikings that get pub are Rick Spielman. Rob Brzezinski probably gets even more pub just because he's the capologist yeah, George guy. George gets almost no pub. But George, has, he's been right there helping build rosters, and teams have made runs at him. The Jets, other franchises have uh, looked to hire him going back years. Niners has, a few years back? Yeah, and he has consistently said no, not the right fit. But according to Adam Schefter, the Vikings lose their one of their really bright front office minds here that has helped build. Now, some people are going to say, well, I mean, how bright can he be? The Vikings missed the playoffs two of the last three years, but... Um, but he's he's a resource for Rick Spielman, and this is this is definitely a loss for that front office. And now we're about to find out if he can find a quarterback. We are about wow. to find out if broken off from Rick and Mike, if he can identify a QB. Because amazingly enough, John Elway couldn't. No, like he went and signed Peyton. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, but but one of the great quarterbacks of all time in the end, actually could not identify a young QB. And now my question is, free of the potential chains of Spielman and Zim and the Vikings, can George Payton find a quarterback? Doesn't that tell you in and of itself the fact that one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, a guy with a howitzer for an arm, a guy who was mobile in his prime, and a guy with great leadership, like everything you could possibly imagine yep. John Elway had throughout the 80s and the 90s for that era of football. Yeah. That if that guy has trouble, if if it's a coin flip, you know, should we draft this guy or this guy? And yep. even he can't pick heads or tails. Yep. And we sit here, and I'm not saying that Rick doesn't deserve some criticism for like the Christian Ponder pick, but we sit here and we pile on guys like Rick Spielman and other franchises and you know, the, the Bears and, and them whiffing on, you know, them deciding that Mitch Trubisky was their franchise quarterback. Like, it's such a crapshoot. And Josh Allen was brought up in, in Write That Down. This is, this is why I just sort of give up when it comes to trying to evaluate college quarterbacks. So Josh Allen played two full seasons at Wyoming in 2016 and 17. Yep. So he ain't exactly playing top-notch college competition. He's just playing in a, a lesser conference, like- the... Like Wentz was, yep, and you know, yep, good attributes, but but his competition's not great for sure. And in Josh Allen's final season as a junior at Wyoming, yep, again, this is against inferior competition. Now he also had inferior receivers and and like you know, plop him in Alabama system, and it's probably a little bit different. But fifty six percent completions, six and a half yards per attempt, which is paltry. That's bad. 16 touchdowns and six interceptions. The year before that, he threw 15 interceptions. And couldn't hit. For Wyoming. At one time, the the broad side of a barn. Right, right. But obviously, the things that he possesses, so you look at the stats and you would say, okay, that's not ready-made to transition to the NFL. Like, there's, there's work that needs to be done there. It's the things that you can't see on a stat sheet that you have to be able to quantify in, like, a workout meeting or a 15 minute session at the Combine. Okay, how much does he obsess over being a great player? What's he like leading a group of of 10 other guys in the huddle or you know 52 other guys in the locker room? Yep. And I almost feel like those areas like Tom Brady is off the charts in those areas, but all the other stuff that you would measure at the combine or on film was probably lacking at Michigan, right? So, I don't know how you do it, but you have to figure out how obsessed a guy is and how much he wants to be an elite quarterback. And Josh Allen clearly wants to be. 
And, you know, maybe maybe Josh Rosen didn't. I don't know what the difference is between those two guys, but it's a freaking crapshoot. Back to Purple Daily in a moment. You know, our friends at Corona Hard Seltzer have decided, listen, we've we've had a great time riding this Vikings roller coaster with you throughout the fall. But uh, now that now that the real big boys are making their way through the bracket here, the football bracket, the playoffs, let's let's raise the stakes here for your audience. Let's let's give them maybe a little bit of something that might uh, be a consolation prize for uh, the purple not making it to the playoffs. How about the ultimate tailgate experience sweepstakes, which awards six winners with a Corona game day prize pack valued at over thirty five hundred dollars, including a 70 inch TV, wireless surround system, football furniture. That's right. Football. Football furniture. You can enter and figure out more details at gamedaywithcorona.com. That's gamedaywithcorona.com. Must be 21 or over. Live within a 40-mile radius of Minneapolis. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes subject to change. Enter by January 18th. Corona beers imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Relax responsibly. Over at Federated Mutual Insurance Company, they have jumped on board supporting Purple Daily throughout 2021, and we thank them for that. And business owners have been thanking them for providing frontline protection and risk management tools through their new recently launched My Shield, the online client destination for risk management resources. As a business owner, how helpful would it be for you to have your employee training all at your fingertips? Industry resources that can help your business reach another level of success. Frontline protection and resources, that's what My Shield provides, whether it's safety training and videos, customizable risk management plans, workplace posters, etc., all kinds of resources. So get registered today through federatedinsurance.com. Click on My Shield or download the My Shield app. And remember, at Federated Mutual Insurance Company, it's our business to protect yours. Well, so. plus, though, I, I think the most important thing is if you're going to make the commitment to draft the kid, the development patience angle has to be huge and what's the problem now you throw kids in year one I, I mean i will say this for the packers the jordan love approach which, which is the exact same approach that the packers used with rogers behind Favre, is probably brilliant now the problem is the content the contract is ticking and jordan love's greatest value will always be when he's on the current contract mm-hmm. but that being said when i saw Allen play here when the Bills upset the Vikings in 2016, correct? Like he could run, he had athletic skills, but he was so far from polished. And the question then becomes what's the team's patience for that player to develop him, hone him? Um, so I think it comes down to three things. One, one is I think guys like Elway and Spielman are, are looking for quarterbacks that fit a bill that doesn't fit now. So I think that they say, you know, Kirk Cousins looks really good. And Kirk Cousins has a skill set that, that if you plopped him into 1996, he'd be outstanding. He's still good, mm-hmm. but he would be. So I think the problem is the skill set that they are looking for doesn't necessarily translate to where this league has gone, which is largely what? The college game. The, the college game won. The college game. I used to say, how do you evaluate quarterbacks in college uh, to transition to the pros because the pro game is different? It's not now. It's changed. So I think that's problem one. Problem two is patience. When do you decide that you 
took a chance on a guy, and it's ripcord time because is he not going to develop or are you bailing? I mean, the Rosen thing amazed me. You gave him one year, and basically everyone in this league said, we're done. One year. And And I think that, like, there. Did you watch Josh Rosen on that Trent Dilfer special when he was in high school, like five or six years ago? Or that must be like seven years ago now. Oh. It was the um, the Elite 11, I want to say, mm-hmm. is what it's called. Mm-hmm. And he was argumentative with the coaches there. And he was like arguing with John Gruden about the playbook and, and stuff. And that was his problem. And Gruden's like, dude, you're super talented, but like you're a 17-year-old kid arguing with a guy who has a Super Bowl ring right now. <laughs> um, I mean... Trent Dilford has a Super Bowl ring, but like the defense won it. But you get what I'm saying. Yes. Right? Yes. And then and then the third thing is, and this is the thing that I think it's tough for teams to get their mind around because it seems like a waste, but it's not. It's how many shots do you take? And I would take a ton of shots. Me too. Like, most important position. Like if Philadelphia came to me and proposed a Hertz trade, I'd be really tempted. Not because I think he's going to be great, but because I think he has the potential to fit what QBs need now. And so if you just take shots, if you take legitimate QB shots once every, let's say, four years, right? Five years? Like, your chances are you might get fortunate, but you might not. Yeah. But if I all of a sudden start to say, screw it, I'm going to actually take some shots here. Eventually, one might click. Because, Phil, you're right. The judgment is going to be flawed at times. The question becomes then, do you have the intestinal fortitude to get back on the horse and say, okay, wrong there, but we could be right here? Yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, Jalen Hurts is a really interesting case in that there are accuracy issues for sure. There were in college. That was the knock on it. That's why he wasn't a first-round pick. That Like, can he accurately make the throws that you just are just, like, built into the playbook that you have to make, the out route 15 yards down, like, can he make those? And there's questions just based on his performance in the last month and a half as to whether or not he can do that. And I am not saying that like he's destined to be a great quarterback because we don't know. We don't know. But I think the more that guys come into the league at that position and can move around and can avoid up-the-middle pressure and can extend plays and be more improvisational, yep. the more we see guys like that coming in the league – the more the bar gets raised for what your skill set has to be to even just be an average quarterback. Correct. So it's actually kind of a testament to Kirk Cousins and his accuracy and ability to throw the ball down the field without much mobility that he's able to still be in the conversation as like a fringe top 10 quarterback because he's very, like Kirk Cousins is much more accurate and precise as a traditional passer than Jalen Hurts is. But if you're asking me, like gun to the head, what skill sets would you really want to have long term I would sacrifice some accuracy, not all accuracy. I would sacrifice some accuracy for mobility because I think that allows you to do more offensively and it allows you to score more touchdowns in situations where a play might die. Mm -hmm. So um, that's kind of where I'm at. Like Kirk Cousins has been good and Kirk Cousins put up some great numbers this year. But when the game's on the line and the Buffalo Bills are in a tight matchup in the playoffs, and it's the fourth quarter, and an offensive lineman gets bowled over because guess what? That happens. Like, that happens. Josh Allen ejects from the pocket, flushes to his right, and throws a ball 40 yards down the field for a completion, and now the Bills are in business. Like, 
That's the difference in some of these games. If I could put Kirk Cousins' arm on Jalen Hurts' body, I'd be in great shape. Oh, man. I'd be in phenomenal you, just shape. Just the arm. You'd have Josh Allen. Yeah. yeah I'd be in. But, <laughs> that but be I mean, Josh that, Allen. But then I've got it. Yeah. yeah. Then, I, then I'm in great, you know, I'm set. Yep. And the biggest appeal for, you know, let's say Kirk Cousins is better than Jalen Hurts. Just to be clear, like, I think Kirk Cousins is better than He's Jalen Hurts. He's a better Hurts. quarterback, yeah. Yep. I think Jalen Hurts has a little more upside because of his ability to be improvisational and extend plays. But Jalen Hurts, I don't have his contract directly in front of me here, but Jalen Hurts makes like... It's a four-year contract, too. I think he makes like under a million dollars. He for sure does. And so you're telling me, okay, I get, like, Kirk Cousins is going to be $31 million to the cap and no. Jalen Hurts is 600000 Yes. You're telling me I get $25 million, I'm sorry, I get $31.5 million or $30.5 million to spend on Joe Thune. That's what I'm telling you. And, an, and a defensive tackle, like, that's... The difference. Jalen Hurts' uh, base salary for the 2021 season is going to be eight hundred eighty-three thousand eight hundred seventy-two. He's go- he's going to make um, over a million, but not by a ton in the last two years of the four-year contract. Mm-hmm. Hmm. A- and his base salary for 2020 was six hundred ten thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah. It's I don't know. It's uh. So Declan's out on that uh, first, first round, round pick. Speculation. No way. What, but what, what do you mean no way though? Like, be more specific. It's a we're talking about. What we're saying is. This could be a franchise quarterback, and so that's worth a first-round pick. You're saying that you're out on your guy. I'm saying that I can't give up a first-round pick without also having a second-round pick on numerous holes on this team. Like, if you're just swapping, let's just let's just swap. Jay, put Jalen Hurts right now on the Vikings. Kirk Cousins isn't on the Vikings, and you don't have a first- or second-round pick. What if I could get you a second-round pick back by trading Kirk to San Francisco? A little bit. I'm more, a little more interested. Well, and don't, that's a high draft slot for something that the Vikings have to fill multiple needs. But for. I can sign guys left and right. Yeah, then you did in then, March. Then, I can sign. Then, guys. then you sign Thuney. I've got so you, much money. I'd burn in a hole in my work. pocket, Dex. It could work. I just burn I, a hole I think in my that, pocket. That's a that's a lot to give up for. Uh, it is a, a lot to give has, up. Has gigantic holes all around it, and do, I love Jalen Hurts. Do you think, so, because I think this is a legit discussion, if the Eagles have said, listen, Doug Peterson's out, we are committed to Carson Wentz, I, I would think that a lot of teams are looking over there saying, oh, okay, well, um, what do you want for Jalen Hurts? I think teams would give up a first-round pick for what they saw with Jalen Hurts, knowing that there's some red Late flags. Late first-round pick, you think? Late. Yeah, like the Jets That'd aren't giving up guess. the second no. pick. Hell no, him. no, no, but yeah, I think... And Dex, there there was a long time where I would have completely agreed with your assessment of this, but my feeling about quarterback play and the difficulty of identifying exactly what makes a great QB now has become, it's so tough that I'm going to take as many chances on potential starting QBs as possible. But the other very important thing is if I do that, I probably need an offensive-minded coach yeah. who gets that, and that's the problem here, right? Uh, what What if you traded for Jalen Hurts and then uh, hired Doug Peterson as your offensive coordinator? Reckless speculation. Huh? And there's no huh? salary cap on assistant coaches. Huh? I'm giving huh? Peterson million. Reckless speculation. <laughs> I actually I love that discussion, though. I think that's huh? a great discussion huh? on on Hurts. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, we can keep. We, we we let's put this in our yeah, back pocket. There's more. There's more to come here. I would not be surprised if Kirk's name, even though I think the Vikings are going to roll with him, 
I would not be surprised if his name popped up here. Like Denver? we've been talking about the San Francisco. Are you calling thing. the uh, Broncos now? Are you Are you calling George? How hey, George, do you, you want to back? Do we have any idea in terms of like the pie chart of influence and who wanted Kirk the most three off seasons ago? No, I don't know. What George Payton? My guess is it be? was it, it was Rick, Rick, and Rick. And the Wilfs then said, yeah, that's well, great. If you're saying a first-round pick for my guy, Drew Locke, then maybe I'm not. Oh, my God. Yeah, let's just end the stop. episode. Just that, <laughs> no, this that, that over. was disgusting. No, nope. That right. was a disgusting comment. We will continue our How to Fix the Vikings <laughs> series tomorrow on Purple Daily. And, again, if you could click the subscribe button on our YouTube channel and give us a five-star rating and a positive review on Apple, it would help spread some love and uh, introduce the show to more people. Thank you. We'll see you guys tomorrow.